Welcome to the Talking Small Podcast, where we make that podcast platinum. Samurai Deli, put them viewers in. Let's go. The truck guy for a day. Hey, Chris, you drive a Dodge, right? Man, I'd rather drive a Ford than a Dodge. This thing's a fucking piece of shit. I know you like playing with them little knobs, Welcome to another episode of A Talking Small Podcast. We're in the Garden District live at Uncle Al's in the trap house in the workout room, which I didn't do any working out in. And we have our NBA insider, Dan Bleasy, here to talk about J.J. Redick to the Dallas Mavericks. Danielle, what do you think? Whoop, whoop. Don't know anything about that. Okay. But, uh, what what about Evan? I love that for him. What about Evan Fournier to the Boston Celtics J-Bones team? I, I'm so happy for all of them, everyone. Okay. Well, I support all of them. Damn, I thought you were on team Eat the Rich. You know, sports isn't my classical pursuit, but I, I try. Well, if you haven't heard that voice in a while, that's because – it's been about a year since Dan Bleasy's been on the pod. It's been a while. She was one of our first quarantine guests where we were actually did the uh, podcast remotely. I wasn't in the Garden District because at that time, I think lockdown and craziness had just started. I think it was beginning of April, and we're recording you know, last week of uh, March right now. So it's about, about a year, and we wanted to check in with uh, my sister, see how she's doing. See if she's uh, been living her best life since quarantine and see uh, overall how she's doing. So, Danielle, how are you doing? I'm, I'm good. I'm still, uh, you know, fixated on uh, hair appointments and spray tans and, uh, you know, going out and about in a responsible way in Austin, working remotely. It's, uh, it's the new normal. Is your hairdresser still mad at you for having bad roots? You know, I think I think she still is, and I think she's been doing my hair worse every time I go. And you know, we're just playing cat and mouse. Like, when am I going to stop going to her? Because uh, it's just you know the the results aren't as good, and we're both you know just there. So it's like a a relationship when it kind of you know runs stale. Good thing we both cut our own hair at home, Harley. We don't have these kind of problems. No, last pod with Dan Bleasy, uh, you were saying how this hairdresser's got some of the worst sales pitches of all time. She got mad at her for don't touch your hair, don't do the roots, just kind of getting upset. And now hairdresser's kind of just doing worse and worse work just to subtly uh, make her break up with her instead of breaking the wrist and walking the way herself. Be like, nah. I, I I ain't cutting your hair. Yeah, and she knows I have some big events coming up, and you know it's like she's purposely uh, just adding more gloss, trying to make me, you know, grayer toned, which it's like a dull gray. It's not like a platinum silver. Um, but yeah, that's that's a feud, an ongoing thing. Harley, are we, we going to call the hairdresser right now and confront this on the pod? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Danielle, what's her number? Dollar in. Yeah, I'm sure she'll answer. Hey, if she wants if she wants your business, you better fucking answer. Someone you 
Now, you said you got future plans coming up. Harley uh, told me you got two weddings coming up. Yep, I am a bridesmaid and uh, and two weddings, my cousins, and they're about my age. They're a little older than me, but yep, they're both uh, both doing doing the deed, getting married. Now, how many times have you been hit with always the bridesmaid, never the bride so far? You know, it's 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 not that it's not bad. I don't feel any pressure. You know, I'm doing my own thing, but it's preparing for the speeches that you know is the worst part because every rom-com you see they just have these perfect you know speeches that just are so well received or they're awful and you know i'm i'm starting to practice i'm i have one in may and one in uh november or no october so any any tips here any tips here for the speech harley I don't think I've ever had to give a speech. I've never been close enough to the best man. And I don't think I asked you to give a speech at all at mine. So Yeah, I well, I have this written down in my notes. But tips for the speech just off the top of my head. Keep it short. Nobody's nobody's really paying attention here. Maybe the bride will be or the other people, but people in the wedding like me and Harley or whatever, we're not listening to the speech. And if you if you go on and give all these rambling details and all that everyone's just going to be like when's this person going to shut up i need to go to the bar i think this is incorrect by you at this point because she is going as bridesmaid unattached as far as i know might be attached now i don't know that happens on and off a little bit except for the hairdresser (laughs) i would say that maybe she wants to get up there and press impress so it's almost like a, a lure a little flirty bait so the the guy's like, oh, she's got some skills there. Maybe I'm more intrigued. Yeah, but counterpoint, you're already a bridesmaid. You're already up on the altar. You're already in the spotlight. So you can only hurt your situation is what you're thinking. Right. You you open it up and start yapping and talking about whatever. You give moron number three an opportunity to be like, oh, yeah, I had that with my cousin growing up too, and you give them an in. Maybe she wants moron number three. Shoot for more on number one, Danielle. <laughs> I mean, y'all thinking that I'm going to show up to two weddings without a date is comical, you know? Like, uh, you have underestimated me. I definitely have a date to both weddings. Already? Is it the same person or different? It. I mean, it's the same person, but I guess it's kind of one of those, we'll see how the first wedding goes, you know? It's not a contract. <laughs> so... Uh, unfortunately, I'm not making the first wedding because, you know. I'm, Were you invited? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to make it even though I, I wasn't I don't, invited. I don't, I don't know how that went down. I, I, I'm, I don't know. I, I don't think I was in, Actually, I don't think I was invited to the first one. <laughs> yeah, so nobody cares whether you're going or not. You'd be crashing. <laughs> yeah, I guess I didn't think about that. Thanks for bringing that up, Al. I, hey, no problem. And, well, and then again, I haven't talked to these people in a very long time, and I threw them an invite to my wedding knowing they wouldn't come. So they just saved themselves some paper. So shout out to them. Um, not that I would – I don't know. I might have went. But they, they didn't save I themselves didn't, I didn't any- even get – I didn't even get an invite in the mail. I, I had to go in person to the bridal shower and get a physical invite because she was saving money on stamps. So yeah, but if Harley, you wanted to come, you you probably could have came. You could probably still crash the wedding. Yeah, but if she say, wants to save money on stamps, what's the open bar situation going to be? Yeah. 
uh, it's unlimited until they run out and then it's a pay bar. So I don't know what that entails. Yeah, that's a, that's an interesting concept. Harley. <laughs> I don't want to shit on anybody. Hey, do, whatever. Save your money on the marriage because guess what? It's expensive and it's one night. So whatever you need to make yourself financially sound, do that. Yeah, but Harley, think about this. That's a penny wise and a pound foolish to not throw you an invite because even if you wouldn't go, you know, cousin, get married, they throw you the invite. You, you may buy something off the wedge, wedding registry or whatever that's going to be worth more than the price uh, of a I'll, fucking I'll, forever stamp. I'll, pro- I'll I'll probably get details of the registry and send something. I'm not I'm not an and animal. and your sister's in the wedding, so I mean it hurts because you were an afterthought. You know they didn't even think about you. Oh, so you see, you're thinking I'm hurt by this. I'm absolutely not. When Al just made it sound like I wasn't invited, my first thing was. Okay, I'm not the asshole now. What does it what does it mean? I made it sound like you weren't invited. You weren't invited. <laughs> you connected the dots. <laughs> yeah, and Danielle, he's not even he wasn't even an afterthought. He was an afterthought I'll, I'll in his own mind now. just now. <laughs> I I'll, I'll you'll be there in spirit. Danielle, please link this cousin to the pod, please. <laughs> I will and I'll link Harley with her uh or registry. Yeah, we yeah, can do that. We do can it. we can tweet that out from the podcast. That's that's a good look. <laughs> yeah, send send random Bed, gifts from the pod. Yeah. Um. So the the other wedding is I'm actually I I believe I'm invited to that one because I got a I actually have that cousin's picture on my fridge because I just opened that mail and that one's in New Orleans so way more likely to go. I think my parents already booked the. Uh, hotel room or something a block of rooms or whatever for that shit so we're in there like swimwear on that one where's the first wedding well since i wasn't invited clearly i don't know quincy illinois country club uh oh yeah which i'm I'm sure you've never heard of i've been to quincy illinois once and that is uh like two hours ish north of st louis on the illinois side Yeah, uh, I've been I've flown in a few times in the past couple of years and you have to take this little tiny plane and it's basically what Kobe went down on, uh, you know, RIP, but it's a, it's a rocky. Well, OK, so you had to fact check me there, but it's, it's a tiny plane. It's like a, a, a 10 passenger or less plane and the turbulence is uh crazy and it's loud and it's just inexperienced there's no bathrooms the first time i actually went it was before i was a flight attendant um a there was a mom and a baby and the baby was young enough to be a lap child so she was holding it and we hit turbulence and the mom started throwing up so she handed me the baby and then like some of the throw up got on me because i was giving her my throw up like barf bags and i was holding the baby and it was just uh and then you decided to be a flight attendant. And then I was like, I'm built for this, you know. Hey, I already, I already did the worst thing you could do. Might as well get paid for it. Exactly. Like, that was charity work, you know. Danielle, part of the uh, original quarantine, you said you were drinking five times more than normal. Are you still at five times more than normal, or did you? is this the new normal? I feel like I... Like, I'm just, I'm mostly a social drinker. So whenever I'm around people, especially because now I don't go into the office, I don't 
hang out with like large groups of people. Like now when I hang out with people, like I, I pregame and then I drink a lot then, but like day to day I'm drinking less wine. Um, you know, I feel like I might be eating more, but I'm, I'm drinking less. So you're thinking that instead of, you know, going out and raging, you're just sitting home, only one bottle of wine and, you know, a couple of deer threesome videos. Uh, no, I haven't, I haven't, uh, watched any of that recently, but you know, maybe tonight. Harley, can we go back to wedding talk? Yeah, sure, buddy. Also, uh, on, on the drinking front, I've noticed this. I've been around a couple, I wouldn't say large groups of people, but I've been around other people drinking socially fairly recently. I've accidentally killed two entire bottles of booze on two separate occasions, just haphazardly oh shit all the whiskey's gone so like you brought your own handle you killed somebody else's my my own first was with ufc with chris and a couple other people watching ufc killed the entire thing of whiskey that night and then with amber's parents when you and joe recorded killed an i drank a couple beers during eating crawfish and then i killed an entire bottle of jameson and was like oh shit it's gone basically so my my mom did something like that recently so i heard but uh what were the hangovers like um the first one wasn't that bad the second one was awful because it was a spring forward and i had to drive five we had to drive five hours back to louisiana with leo so that one wasn't too fun for anybody but uh the first one wasn't that bad but uh now it's on my radar of uh just killing an entire bottle so just just for those re-entering society once the, the vaccines and all that come in. All right, back to the weddings. Harley, best position in the wedding. Me and you, we're never the groomsmen, but we, we do get invites to weddings. That's, no, I've been a groomsman a couple times now. Oh, but you haven't given speeches? No, I don't. No, I've never been. I've always been like the last groomsman. Like, I'm pretty sure like when I look around, I'm like, oh, a last cut. And I'd rather not be, I'd rather be cut Exactly. Be the last one in. Exactly. Can someone be like, "Hey, can you be my groom?" Like, yeah, I'd rather not. I'll go to the wedding, but like, can you do that? It seems like if anyone were to do that, you would do that. No, I. So you can't. You can't do it. Now, I've positioned myself a lot of times where I think I'm on the edge of it. I will try to talk up somebody else <laughs> or just be a little more annoying to that person like right before to make sure like I can try to get below the cut line but if I'm chosen I, this isn't this isn't an Eli Manning situation where I'm going to you know throw a temper tantrum get traded to the Giants I'm just going to go play football mm. that's rough yeah like in Joe's wedding I was pretty sure I was the last pick on Joe's wedding oh you were a groomsman in Joe's wedding yeah I don't remember that. Yeah. So Joe's, my buddy Cooley uh, got married. I was a groomsman on that one. Uh, so so there's been a couple. I probably am missing some some of them too. But uh, definitely like the Donovans, I got below the cut, which was fucking good. That yeah. was good for me. I yeah. mean, that's that's better than being the usher, you know? Like no. Having to, having to seat people, like that's probably worst case scenario. No. I'd rather be sitting down. Usher's better. Usher's better because at the beginning of the wedding, you you bring a couple people. You get to you get to you know meet the personnel. You know who's you know all involved in the wedding, and then your job's done. A groomsman, you got to pay for a suit. 
You got to show up early to whatever bullshit they're doing. You got to stay after for pictures and all that stuff. It's way more responsibility than the usher. The usher, you just, you know, bring some grandmas to their seat. They say, oh, you're such a nice young gentleman. Maybe they'll tip you. Who knows? Go about your day. Well, I I will say that if you're in, so like for for my sisters where she's in the wedding in Illinois, I would tell you that it might be better for her to be in the wedding there because if you're not around a lot of people you know, like you're the outsider, this kind of takes care of like force interaction. Like now you're just there, you're drinking pregame, you're actually kind of entertained. Not everybody's going to be like, oh yeah, I'm just here solo. I'm going to go to the bar and throw it down and be cool with that. I could do it. Yeah, we but, could do that for sure. But I'm not saying that for everybody else, if you're traveling far, it's probably better for most social people to be in the in it versus me, which would be like, hey, what college basketball games am I missing betting on? Where's the bar at? I, I want action and I want to drink. <laughs> and another another point to make is, you know, go to more rural places or, you know, like places that if you're normally – like a seven, you'll be a 10 there. Like Quincy, Illinois checks that box because, you know, I went for the bridal shower and my cousin's getting questions, you know, who's your, your cool cousin when, you know, I was really not socializing with people and standing in the corner drinking my mimosas, but you know, I got respect and recognition because it's Quincy, Illinois. Which means and, definitely uh, do not do the speech. Exactly. You're, That's your why I'm stock saying. is so high right now. Yeah, you're you're a Quincy eleven, so you, it'll any, only be a disappointment. Yeah. Um, bartender sh- tip strategy at the wedding, Harley. Well, depends if it's cash bar later. I think you got to do a big tip when it's when it's free. So then that person pours you some heavies when you're actually having to pay for it. So I think you got to throw down a big tip there. Usually if I know it's a, a bar like that, I make sure when I throw down the big one that they see it. So right. I'm not the fucking asshole that doesn't tip them later. But like, hey, appreciate it. I'll be drinking Crown and water all night. Boom, here you go. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. That's exactly what I was going to say. You hit them off with a 10 or a 20 on the open bar. It's a 20. It's a 20. It's not a 10. Hey, I know how many times you're going back for a drink. There's no way it should be a 10. Harley. Well, I'm going to tip a dollar or so every time after, but Harley, also, like Danielle said, if she's a Quincy 11, $10 is actually $20 in Quincy, Illinois. Yeah, that's... I would just rather Venmo them, like, each time, you know. Venmo the bartender? They got you your mean? contact information. Yeah. What kind of a big tech weirdo move is that? Cash is king. No, cash is how the virus is being spread. Oh, here we go with this. <laughs> you're gonna wear a mask at the wedding? No, that's the thing is I'm I'm trying to get my vaccinations before the wedding. So the wedding's I think May fifteenth. So I gotta I gotta get two rounds of vaccinations before then, which means I gotta start soon. They just opened up um the vaccine and Louisiana and Texas. I didn't qualify before, but what your listeners might find interesting is that I know people that know a loophole that were eligible for the vaccine, even though they weren't technically eligible for the vaccine. Yeah, our lawyer had that too. It's called obesity. (laughs) Well, faking a pregnancy, they don't actually check it at all. So if you're you're female, you can just say, 
I'm pregnant, you know, maybe you bring a fake pregnancy test picture to just in case. Why don't you just say um, you got Crohn's disease? What is fake fake pregnancy no, and then I fake like abortion? This. I'm thinking that's how Craig got his. <laughs> so, I'm with child. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think but all those three hundred pounds was good was? Before they made it legal for you know everyone to get it, so I'm I'm appreciative that now it's more of a choice. Like if you want it, you can get it. If you're over sixteen or whatever, but. Uh, well, yeah, the, they made it very difficult. They didn't have like the the Walmart trash list or the HEB trash list to where if they're going to throw it away, you just call up and they'll call you real quick and you just come in and get it even though you don't have any of the. Uh... Yeah, didn't Dan get it? He doesn't have anything. I signed up for that and I never got a call back. But in Austin, everyone is getting vaccinated. So I think the issue is that you have to drive to like Waco or San Antonio or like the country to get it and then you have to go back for your second round so it's kind of a pain i might go get it in louisiana because i'm i'm about to go back that way don't you still have virus vaccines i still have a louisiana id that's valid until may 20th so you know so if the shoe fits i got my first dose of the vaccine on monday which one i got moderna moderna uh, and uh, I will tell you that a lot of people complain about arm pain. And I think it has to do like with where they actually inject you. I heard that there's like a three finger method off the top of the shoulder that you want to be just under there. Some kind of sweet spot so you don't hit like any bone or get anywhere close to anyway. That's what I heard. I got it. My arm was a little sore. I didn't try the three finger method. I didn't care. I just said, shoot me up, doc. You said right here in the meat of my tricep, I should be good. And and I went and sat down 15 minutes later. I felt fine. Arm was slightly sore. And now I'm on day four since I got it and no ill effects. I've still been running. Uh, it's still ticking. So healthy as a horse. It sounds like you're hooking up with a frat guy or something. The three finger method. You have a story? No, I'm just, I'm, you know, it could be easily, like, confused. So, are frat guys notorious for trying to stick three fingers places? I, I don't have that information, but I wouldn't be surprised based on what we know. I thought there were more two and one guys. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Shout out to Wichita State. Uh, Harley, what do you think about your sister's strategy here? We've mentioned a wedding in May and a wedding in November, and she said she's got a date for both. Is this is this a wise move? It depends if this person or does she just have a date to the no, wedding? So I, I would say that it depends if the person saw the mail. So let's say they know that you're in the one wedding because you're traveling, this and that. What do you mean saw the mail? They live together? Well, like let's say like I have a picture of my cousin up on the fridge, the one that's in November, and it has like the save the date. So this person gets invited to the one in Illinois, and now he sees her on her fridge is the other one, and this this guy's probably like, yo. The balls on this person. I'd be like, hey, I'm in this one, and why not this one? This guy's got some balls on him. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say that we are dating. Okay, well, then that uh, makes know, more sense. Harley said, you know, uh, you were on the market. So that was one of my questions here. How does a single girl with 2,057 Twitter followers attack a wedding? Yeah, I have lost Twitter followers. So that's that's unfortunate to, to hear the stat. But it's, it's one of those things where... Um, Probably because Trump got banned. You know, I've had, I've had about... 
three different relationships um, since, I mean, I've probably, like, this is my third relationship since I've uh, recorded the last podcast. I think the last podcast I said my DMs were open. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. It's a lot I think during quarantine. quarantine. Yeah, it, it has been. Uh, I think quarantine's making everything just move faster. You know, things are put into perspective and you're like, oh, this is working or oh, it's not. So. Right now, I'm in a fresh relationship, and he's he's a good dancer, so I think he'll be a great wedding date, but time will tell, you know? Like, if he's a bad wedding date, he's not going to get invited to the second wedding, and that's just the, the hard truth. So, are you saying, like, he wouldn't get invited, but he doesn't get broken up with, or if he's a bad wedding date, he's going to get broken up with? I mean, time will tell, but, I mean, you know, like... He probably doesn't want me to go to a wedding with someone else, but I'm in the wedding. Like, I need a date. So let me ask you this. If you were going to, hypothetical, if you were going to judge somebody's performance at a wedding, what kind of categories are you looking at here? Oh, yeah. They got to have social cues. So they got to be able, like, I can leave them for a while and they're doing okay. They're not going to embarrass me. Um, they, they, They can't be a pathological liar. That's something an ex-boyfriend of mine was. He would just be going, bumbling around the room, but he would be lying to everyone and just being, like, out of pocket. Shout out to Dylan. (laughs) That's the one. Uh, And then, you know, just, you know, they got to be on my team. So if I'm having a good time, they're having a good time. If I'm having a bad time, they got to fix my bad time and make it, you know, make it their issue and like help me like really it's just about a partner so a dance floor partner of course um yeah just someone that doesn't you know embarrass me with body odor or you know anything like that i think she's not asking for much here harley (laughs) (laughs) sounds like a pretty fucking low bar here well no it sounds like um, you have to deal with all my shit and I don't want to hear of any shit you're doing. So it doesn't sound like a partner. It sounds like more of an assistant. No, she needs a handler. Hold my bag, <laughs> Chauncey. Yeah, he just, he can't be causing more, you know, He's like an stress and issues. Exactly. <laughs> and, and that's what every plus one should be. Like I've been a plus one before and I acted my part. You know, I wasn't a diva. I didn't have a breakdown like those are my belongings. Like, no, that was all stored in my chest. All right. Al, do you have any more wedding questions? We we went down a wedding hole. I mean, weddings are uh, everybody kind of goes to them. So it's a good good topic that everybody can relate to. Uh, I did a little we had research. Get it in Harley. Uh, Daniel has lost three Twitter followers. She's down to 2054 since uh, we did initial research. Also, question you have your venmo in your twitter bio right explain um so it started out as kind of ironic like oh here's my venmo like you know you should venmo me if you think i'm funny or cute or whatever how's that ironic because she didn't think it was going to work but if it works oh well guess i got cash Exactly. Cash is coronavirus. I guess I got e-cash. I wasn't. I wasn't trying too hard, but it was there. Like the placement was there. Boom. 
And uh, yeah, it it has, uh, you know, it's gone well, especially on like my birthday or, you know, Christmas. I got some money. How, how well we talking here? Um, you know, three, 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 three digits, three figures, three figures from like one person or like three figures oh, in yeah. total. Yeah. From one person. You Okay. After you get three figures, how many toes do they get in the feet pick back in exchange for that? You know, it's funny because I, for a moment there, I, I thought it, should I get into the foot market? And, you know, I have a Snapchat following that, you know, it, it's pretty active. And there were people reaching out to me on Snapchat and, uh, you know, I, I did it once and it just, it wasn't a fun experience. So, um, like it's the not, picture of your foot or their reactions? Well, so first he had to send me the money to go get the pedicure, which I was like, oh, I'm not going to send you a foot picture unless I have a fresh pedicure. So he sent me the money to get the pedicure. I got the pedicure, but Sounds he like had to request. Definitely. No. She's well, done it oh, once at least. So he requested red. And I feel like that's an old, an older woman, like a more mature woman color. Hey, he's paying for um, it. Get red. So I, I had to get red, you know, just a fire engine red color. And, uh, you know, I did the poses and things and it just got weird. So I blocked him, but I had already received payment. Do you think he was working on these in the bathroom while he was also taking a shit? No, I think he had a, a different job. Um, so I feel like that's pretty unlikely. Okay, so why? Um, so you're kind of like almost having OnlyFans without having an OnlyFans. Is have you looked through that, like through the OnlyFans, and tried to you know see if that was a better avenue to, you know, keep things tame? You know, unfortunately, I work in corporate America, and you know, a little bit in the tech field, and I I don't think it's professional to have an OnlyFans, but. I have, you know, best friends that have an OnlyFans and I support them, you know, but OnlyFans does take a percentage out. And so if it were me, I would just go direct to the consumer. Well, doesn't OnlyFans kind of hide some of your personal information and stuff, give you a little bit of a shield? Yeah, so you don't have your first and last name in your uh, Venmo in your Twitter bio so people know exactly who you are and a little clue of your middle initial you know, just for those creeps out there like Fire Engine Red. Yeah, I just, I feel like I've been on the internet too long. Like, if you want to find me, like, you can find me. And if you want to hurt me, you can probably do that. And, like, I don't this have a not, gun. This is not an open invitation to hurt Dan Bleasy. Creeps, yeah, back no the fuck has. off, download the pod, but don't do anything more than that. Maybe a, maybe a, a, a bill in, in Venmo. Yeah, you know, like we can if if you just want to say hey, you know, like you can say hey, but I'm I'm not interested in like person to person meetups or anything like that. Now to transition. Wait, hold on. I want to ask her. Okay. Do do I know any of your fan uh, friends that have OnlyFans? Uh, I don't think so. Are they former flight attendants? One of them is. Is she kind of? Hispanic? She is Hispanic. 
do you want to plug her OnlyFans in the po- in the episode? Hey, if you, if you give us the link, we'll tweet it out. You got more followers than us, but you can retweet it. Yeah, I mean, Craig she, will pay. He loves strippers. I, so it's per post. It's not the monthly subscription, which that's what some people do. But she says that's a lot of work, which I understand. Like having to constantly put out content and reply to messages. Like for me personally, that's a whole that's a whole job, you know. So, no, yeah, I'm, she hasn't, she hasn't plugged it yet. Al stop moving away from it. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, hang on. I don't, I don't have her username off the top. Yeah. I thought she was just going to link us and we'll do that later. Okay. Well, Well, I know, I know some people, maybe lawyers types are sitting right on the edge of their chair while, while she's looking at it up, you see all these articles out here saying so-and-so made this amount of money, like an astronomical amount of money on OnlyFans. And they always say like per month, like she's raking in six figures per month, this person, that person. Yet you talk to all your guy friends who are in the, in the porn game and they're like, I've never paid for OnlyFans. I've never paid for OnlyFans. Who is paying for OnlyFans? Like I think these articles are just publicist propaganda that, they're not actually true. I don't believe that. I okay. Think, I think the new generation pays for this shit. The new generation does? I would say the old nope. generation who can't find free porn. I don't think it's a porn thing. I think I think younger, hot take, I think younger America is fucked up in the head and they're into some fetish shit. They're into paying for, se- for uh, they're, porn? They're, I that think, is fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's fucking wrong. No. We, we need... It's about supporting um, people you like online. So yeah. if you follow hot people online and you want to support them, it, it becomes like a friendship thing. And so yeah. you want to no, support your I friends. Agree, I agree with her. You're paying. You're using mom like, and dad or Uncle Joe's money to pay OnlyFans. This is like Craig saying the strippers in the strip club actually enjoy his company. Th- these OnlyFans girls don't give two shits about you. Danielle blocked her only customer. Uh, she, didn't say, she didn't say I was her only customer. Well, I'm sure I could have customers, and yes, I I could go the anonymous route, but I just for me it's not worth the benefit to do that. It's not worth my time. I'd rather do other things with my time. But you know that may change in the future. But I am an aging white woman, so I I probably don't have long to to figure that out. But. Change that to your Twitter bio instead of mosquitoes. Think I'm a ten. I'm an aging white woman. <laughs> I'll take all all input, you know. Like, I'm an aging white woman. Harley, you think we can get this OnlyFans former flight attendant or flight attendant girl in the pod? That may be a good guest. She would probably be down. I mean, it, as long as you don't ask super intrusive questions. She She's not in a relationship, which uh, I think she's paused the OnlyFans. So I went and looked it up and she is no longer active. So I don't know if I should plug it because that, that's fine. You don't have to, you don't have to plug it, but we'll talk, we'll talk outside of here. Maybe just ask her if she's interested on some podcast stuff, <laughs> just pod stuff. I know she likes, uh, you know, sex positive podcasts and like girl, you know, girl stuff. So as long as y'all weren't mean about it, I'm sure she would be down. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not, I'm not trying to ask d- d- weird questions to your friend. I'm, well, I'm more curious of the background. No, work. I have no, pro- I have no problem with how people make their money. I go, Hey, go for it. Get, get them lonely dollars. 
So how would you feel if I had an OnlyFans? I would not care. I'd be like, awesome. The mom and dad are going to have more money to give to me. You're not going to need it. <laughs> I don't think that's how it goes. I think it's 50-50. Har- Har- no, not if you're living in mansions. They're going to feel bad for me. I'm going to get more stuff. Okay. Finally, the shoe's on the other foot there. Um, yeah, that was a foot pun, too. <laughs> um, fuck, I was going to say something, but I guess we'll... I wanted to transition, I guess, from the the Twitter thing, and you said, you know, it's not professional. Do you have any of your uh, co-workers in the tech space, do they follow you on Twitter? No, and fortunately, I don't have, like, like I used to have my first and last name on Twitter when I first started Twitter, and that was a mistake because now we'll – that's true. But if you Google my name, my Twitter doesn't come up anymore, but it used to come up. And so that was kind of embarrassing when I was applying to jobs. And, you know, uh, I think I went private for a little while, but I really haven't been active on Twitter, which, you know, and I've deleted some tweets that were just like a little too much. You don't want to get canceled when you actually go back and get launch your OnlyFans. I'd, I'd suck to get I don't canceled. think it's been controversial. Like I don't think I have controversial takes. I just think I have like perverted humor that you know maybe isn't office friendly. I want to ask you. You you mentioned something about mom earlier and how she had a good time the other other time. And when she was having her good time, she was saying that uh, you and them are big fans of Ozark and they were comparing one of our family members to a character on Ozark. Would you like to elaborate on this, uh, on this comparison? Yeah. So my grandma on my dad's side, her name is Betty Jo. Um, they compare her to Ruthie, which is, uh, I, I guess she's a young girl in Ozark, but she just like is conniving and, and, does a bunch of shady shit and they just openly compare her to my grandma, which is pretty hilarious. I thought you were going to say Darlene. Oh, she's kind of like Darlene too, but uh, they compare my grandma who has a little bit of dementia to <laughs> Yeah, that's to fucked Ruthie. up. <laughs> I thought you were going to say they compare Harley to Jonah too. A little Asperger'sy, <laughs> but you know, still makes money. The, um, my mom was saying, like, basically, grandma's just cutthroat, just bitch. And like, like, just doesn't give a fuck. We'll, we'll like, cut a, cut a dude real quick. Like, has no feeling. It was it was kind of like, whoa. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, we're telling Danielle all about this. And I was, I was curious what Danielle had to say. So you, you spoke of your office. I, I heard you've had a, a recent celebration in your office. You know, celebrate yourself. Yeah, um, after almost two and a half years, I got a raise and a promotion. So that's exciting. So what kind of Tesla are you buying? (laughs) I mean, if I lived any further west, I would totally have a Tesla. The problem is that I frequently drive from Texas to Louisiana, and there's not much there for charging stations. I kind of be SOL. Interessante. But it's on it's on the radar, you know. Five year goals to have a Tesla. Damn, That's, making I that kind want of a cyber big truck. tech. You know, cyber truck is, I think, where I'm headed. 
I could see you in a cyber truck before like somebody like Al. If you if you got a cyber truck, Harley, would you still be a truck guy? Depends on towing capacity. But oh, it's got great not. towing. <laughs> he alleges it's got great towing. Until it tows, I, I'm not buying it. No, there was that kind of money in big tech. I need to get in big tech. Well, there's a lot Tesla of company. There's a lot of companies moving to Austin. There's Samsung, Tesla, Apple, Joe Rogan Experience, all the big players. I heard Texas. <laughs> I heard Austin real estate is fucking ridiculous right now. It's basically San Francisco South. Yeah, they have the highest uh, average home value in the in the country. It's ridiculous. So I wanted to get a house here. And I was looking through those avenues, but I don't think uh, I don't think it's possible for me on my current, you know, with my current salary and my current position, with my spending habits. I just don't think it's in the cards for me. You know, you got to go to the outskirts. That stimulus money ain't hitting that hard. No, and uh, you know, the real flex is to not get the stimulus check. Oh damn, That's Danielle didn't get the stimulus. Shit. I really need to get no, into big I did. tech. I did, but oh, okay. well, I would rather have not gotten it and just well, made more money. The promotion was in 2020. The stimulus was on 2019, so play the system. Stimulus was just <laughs> like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, but it's based on your 2019 tax return. Oh, got you. Uh, speaking of something I've been annoying Harley with since we're dancing around it, stimulus, Tesla, I'm going to introduce a new segment alert here. Uh, Crypto Al, uh, Harley, the Bitcoin price right now as we speak is $51,905.14. So so it's down 9000 from about a week ago. Yeah, it's high. Time to buy, baby. Buy low, sell high. You can buy if you want. I mean, that... That's just fucking stupid. I, I don't want to buy. I don't want to buy any crypto. So maybe I'm going to be the dumbass one here when the dollar goes out. But uh, I'll just put my stocks in uh, ETFs and just let it just let it go up. And not no fucking cyber ETF like they're starting right now either. I'm keeping my shit clean. Unless unless I don't know it's in there, then as long as it's going up, I'm cool. <laughs> and that was and that was talking crypto. Harley, you want to talk about your big promotion too? A little shoat family. Oh no, last names. A little family promotion action. I haven't gotten promoted. Oh damn. I'm just I'm just a free agent right now. Potential uh, moving locales to, you know, the Netherlands, Kentucky. So you know, staying in Ethel because I mean that's pretty cool. Uh, going <laughs> going to be more Tejas than Craig, maybe. Uh, Go out there in, in Cali and, and show Eric how to really be a Cali bro. I mean, there's there's options when you're one of the hottest free agents in the game right now. Yeah. Mo- NBA free agency, you're over. Harley free agency, time's hot right now. Real hot in the streets. You lean in any specific way right now, Harley, or it just depends on who gives you the best offer. No, I think I don't. I don't think it'll be a multiple offer thing. I think they'll just up, up above me. They'll all get together and decide on one. So I, I don't. I don't even know it'll be that much of my decision. They'll probably be like, "Hey, look, this is what you got," and I'll be like, "All right, cool, thanks." Now, uh, Danielle, you, here's would, my passport. Danielle, Danielle, would you uh, prefer any of these locations to the other? Come visit your brother, and would you visit your brother? Yeah, I mean, I think California is probably number one. 
the Netherlands is probably number two. And then, you know, if he lives in Kentucky, I don't, I don't know if I'll be out in that, you know, I don't know if I'll make my way out there. Kentucky but, 10. <laughs> uh, definitely not for that, but yeah. Come on. You wouldn't want to go to the Kentucky Derby and wear a big dumbass hat. That sounds like a lot of fun. No, it's like, it's like your wedding day. Like you never wear it again. It's silly. You know, it's, you do it for the gram and you know, life, life's bigger than that. So is this breaking news that you're not going to have a wedding day with a wedding gown? No, I, I, I am. I think I like, so my priorities for my wedding, which, you know, as a, a bridesmaid, I have, you know, had to think on this. It's open bar number one. Like for me, it's all about everyone having a good time. So open bar is my, like if I had to budget my wedding, open bar would be number one. And then, you know, probably music DJ and then food and then the rest of the stuff. So uh, my dress pretty low on the list, you know, I think you can get a, a, a secondhand dress and make it work or, you know, whatever. Like it shouldn't be about the bride's vanity, but that's just my take. Yeah, you might have to start a OnlyFans because I don't know if dad's going to want to pay for all that. You know, they haven't told me how much money they're setting aside for that. But I guess the longer I wait, hopefully, it, you know, there's more interest on the account. Do you think that's how that works? I've never even thought about that. I mean, they helped you with your wedding, right? Yeah, yeah, yes. They, they, they did pick up some of the shit because I paid for the whole thing. So, yeah, they did They did help me out a little bit on uh, definitely the night before and, and some of the some of the food so that was that was awesome so i will say that uh you're out you've been out in austin and you've had a couple hardships you know you kind of ran out a little toilet paper being a beginning of quarantine but if you ever went through a hardship worse than uh than this this snowpocalypse that went through the deep south oh yeah no that was completely awful um if if we hadn't reached out to uh, to other people that came with a, a four-wheel drive truck and picked us up, I would have been in my apartment for six days, no water, no electricity, obviously no Wi-Fi. Um, it was cold as fuck. It was, it was not okay. I didn't have food. I didn't have supplies. It was, uh, was third-world country shit. Is there a reason you I didn't mean, stock up? Not. No, I, I did. Like, I went and got stuff in my fridge, like uh, turkey, cheese, like, different things. And then, like, when the power went out, I, you know, all that stuff, like, went bad right away. What are you talking so about? It was, it was cold, cold as shit. Yeah, it was cold enough outside. I put it on my porch, but, uh, you know. The straight cats it, got it. The good. God. The Craigs of the world just walked by and started eating bologna out of the porch. <laughs> the it was wild. It was it. Harley, you don't tell your sister to stock up on beans in situations like this? No, to be honest with you, the Austin got hit way earlier than anything that came down to us. So at first she says, oh, look, it's snowing. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then by the time like, we had all the freeze and shit at our house and all that stuff – 
Oh, it was more like, oh shit, we're without power for the third day now. I was like, oh fuck, that kind of sucks. Yeah. And then mom and dad told me somebody came picked her up, so then I didn't even think about it again. I was like, all right. Cool. <laughs> well, yeah, but uh, and unfortunately, the person that picked us up was a huge Trump supporter that uh, just going on and on about Biden. And I'm not trying to get political here. I'm just saying that it made the experience a little longer, you know having to be at someone's house for like six days that you don't really know. So why is it, why do they keep talking Trump to you? Are you wearing like a Biden shirt? Like why would this guy just keep talking about Trump? Uh, he was just talking about how the mayor of Austin was handling it. So the mayor of Austin is a Democrat. And so he was just talking shit. Okay. Do so you think that yeah. do, for the record, do you think the mayor of Austin handled it well? I mean, I just think it was, the power grid was fucked. Like there was, it was, I didn't know that that could happen. Cause I've been through hurricanes and shit. Like the power's been out, but it comes back. This was just wild that the weather wasn't even that bad, but it, the power didn't come back. And then you couldn't go anywhere in your car. So I had to walk to target, which was like a mile away. Um, Uphill, you know, b- uphill both ways, like back. I had in the to day. stand in line for like forty-five minutes. It was a, and they had very limited stuff. Like they had no cold stuff. It was just a shit show. Texas went through it, you know. No cold stuff, like Harley saying, "Put it on the porch." It's cold outside. Yeah, during during when it snowed at the house and we got frozen in and all that stuff. I had cases of beer. I literally just left them in my garage. It was the best thing ever. I love just walking out into my garage, not even have to open up the fridge and grabbing a beer. The mountains were already oh, blue. They were, they were so blue. I had a ton of Coors Light out there and some banquets. I mean, I, mean, I walked outside and busted my ass at least three times that week. And each time it hurt more and more. Like It felt like when you snowboard and you just wipe out. Like You know, it wasn't fun. Sam four. That sounds uh, that sounds brutal. I didn't fall once, but you know who's who's comparing notes here. So, what you said you were hitting the uh, the gym pretty hard now in quarantine. What made you want to get back into the gym? Well, so I've this past month I've actually been on a, a downward uh, turn. I haven't been hitting the gym as much, but I I have like like I said I've been through three relationships so. You know, you break up with someone and then you like spend more time with yourself and then you try to get as hot as possible and feel better about yourself. And I feel like, you know, it's just timely. It's a cycle. And that was part of it. Um, But, you know, it feels good. Gives you more energy because I work from home and I don't do shit. Like I don't get my steps. Do you ever think getting one of those working treadmills for your home office with that stimulus money? I have one of the stand-up desks, and I have uh, a, a standing little foot board, but no, I, I did not spend my stimulus check on that. Speaking of getting your steps in, one of the most popular questions in all of the Talking Small Universe is walking cardio. Yes, <laughs> if you do it on an incline fast enough. What about if you're like on the treadmill at the gym on incline at maybe 3.0? 
watching Fox I mean, News how- in Under Armour what's, head to toe. What's the speed? 3.0. The speed's 3.0 on incline about 3.0. Yeah, if you do it long enough, it's cardio. If you do it for like five minutes, no. All right, so we'll have to get back on that. Yeah, is that Craig? There are Craigs everywhere, Danielle. There's not a specific Craig. Um, another burning question the viewers want to know: How much you bench? Um, so about eighty. Not bad. Um, but not I bad. squat hundred and twenty. Have you ever worked as a CIA agent during your time as a flight attendant? No, but I wouldn't be at liberty to speak about it if I had. I thought the rules were, if someone asked you if you're the Fed, you got to say yes or no, Harley. That was the old rules. (laughs) Those Uh, aren't the new rules. All right. Have you ever been a suspect of a murder after thinking... Wait, hold on. Let me read this again. Have you ever been a suspect of a murder after blacking out during a hookup with a random person after one of your flights? Not that I know of. They haven't they haven't arrested me yet. There's no warrant. And question three, do you have a random bartender in different cities that could get you a gun in a pinch? You know, I don't know about the gun part, but they could get me a couple free shots. And I I could argue that's better than a gun, because if I'm traveling as a flight attendant, I can't bring the gun with me. So I would have to use the gun for the night. And, you know, I'm not on that criminal shit. Yeah, so, like, if you were getting, um, I don't know, you were in the CIA and you had woke up and killed somebody and you may remember some kind of account code that the person's trying to get after and they're tracking you down and maybe you end up in Rome, Italy at a bar and the guys supposedly got on the flight and chasing you there, would you be able to get a gun to try to defend yourself? I mean, I'd like to think so, but maybe that's me being too confident, you know? Have you ever watched The Flight Attendant? I haven't, but everyone and their mom tells me I need to. Apparently, this person asking all the questions is everyone and your mom. Because I guess all those questions were from The Flight Attendant. I watched it. It it was all right. (laughs) I, I, I... it was okay. I didn't. I didn't like. No, I'm not going to spoil it. But Danielle, turn your ears off for a second. Okay. I'm just kidding. You don't have to actually turn your ears off. I, I would say that I didn't like all the, like that when she's got to talk to that dude. Like all yeah, the, that, all those scenes, I just I hated. That, it. That's like a, it's a it's a shitty plot device. Yes. Like it's a how do we move the plot forward? Uh, in a way because she's not supposed to remember anything, but she needs to remember some stuff because you need to move the plot forward hey let's have her flashback and talk to the dead guy to remember parts of her blackout it's like all right it's yeah uh, it's, I, yeah i don't know how it would have done without it that just annoyed me in the time all right yeah. danielle are you back yeah I've, <laughs> I've been here all right yeah cool so no spoilers we didn't spoil anything favorite exercise at the gym harley's is tricep oh. pull down it's, yeah probably it's endless rope so you just keep pulling on this rope and you can change the difficulty level. So uh, it's just a rope. It's like cardio for your trap 
for your traps. No, not your traps. Your your arm muscles. Whatever your arm. Is it a vertical rope or a horizontal rope? Uh, it's vertical. You just keep pulling down. Oh, so that's basically tricep pull down. Eh, it's more cardio. What if you did it while you were walking on the treadmill in incline? Because Craig's known to try to pull on his rope from time to time. (laughs) (laughs) Poor rope. The Stairmaster's probably uh, my number two. But, you know, it's just natural. You're just walking. I've, I've never done the Stairmaster. Have you, Harley? It seems like a, a normally... For me, like, it's more of a spectator sport. Perfectly put. Um, now, would you would you be open to an IG, you know, gym apparel sponsorship? Very hot in the streets. You, you got a lot of people showing off their, their gym gear. You know, you got on it. That, that's, that's headquarters in Austin. They're, they're a big workout company. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm not opposed to any of that. Um, I, I recently had a lingerie company reach out to me, and I think it would be really weird for me to be posting, like, lingerie-style pictures on my feed. Um, how much, I think how, people would be confused. How much money are they talking with this uh, lingerie deal? Are they just going to send you free shit and they expect you to just plug them? Or are they actually uh, talking money here? No, they were talking money. They were uh, they were asking for 150 per story and 200 per post on the feed. How much would it cost for you to wear talking small apparel on your on your feed or your story? Um, just ten dollars. Okay, we can get that done. We can get we can get that done and and maybe some free gear. We got some stuff in the works. Yeah. Um. See, this is this is where I'd be a problem. Like, if I was a if I was a chick, you want two hundred dollars for me to take a picture of myself? You're posting two hundred <laughs> to the story. <laughs> Come on, you owe me four hundred thousand dollars because last night I got drunk and I just started taking ton of pictures. And here you go. Like, I, I I don't I'd be so rich if I was a chick because I wouldn't give a fuck. You'd be a fucking whore, Harley, if you were. Uh... Oh man, there's pictures of me on the internet and in underwear that I put out there. I got paid for. <laughs> what the fuck? And I look good, damn it. Yeah, I'm in the gym. I'm on a stairmaster. I'm pulling rope. Fuck it. Let's get some. Let's get some cash. I, I I do I do wonder, Danielle, what makes you say no to that kind of shit? Because is it financial stability that keeps you from saying yes to that stuff? Is that how some of these people get into it and then they just like the money so much, or is it is it to take a special person to just take cash like that yeah i just i feel like these people have like no shame and i feel like you know for me like yeah i could gain more followers and get more money but i would lose like people that follow me that like have known me for a long time or their you know family or their friends like i'm sure y'all don't want to see the lingerie sponsorship you know i mean maybe you do probably not but i bet you i would lose a lot of my authentic followers that like interact with my posts so you know it's just like trading your you know she thinks it's off brand but i can guarantee the viewers of this pod would be interested in that content i I would say that no personally yeah i I wouldn't want to see that I, i keep scrolling but 
if you told me like there's not people in lingerie, chicks, I'm sorry, chicks in lingerie on my Instagram feed, then I would be a liar because I definitely have random lingerie pictures in there. Because look, it's, hey, it's hey, really hey. weird because you got like freshman gymnasts coming to LSU right now. They got a million followers coming out of high school. Like there's thir- there's so much thirst out there for for yeah. a, for even aging white women. Brooke Burke, for example, Harley, you, you use her, for example. She's yeah, on your feed. But see, like, the difference is, is they don't get me because I don't ever know what they're what they're trying to sell. I'm just, yeah. I'm do just scrolling. Do y'all ever like these posts oh, when no. they're on your Absolutely not. Page? No, that's that's. Tossed. Would you get in trouble? That's like paying for OnlyFans. No, no, I don't think I'd get in trouble, but I think it's hilarious if I go and I see this picture and it's like, Bryant Roseman likes so and so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no. No last names, but yeah, it, it's funny. You know. It's, it's like it's like oh this this chick's uh, showing off her wares and it's like <laughs> it's like Craig Webb likes Yeah. It's like okay, that's that's kind of fucked up. Yeah. And and Craig Webb and a million more. Big Craig 88 like tight ends photo and thousands of others like it's just it's just funny and no i wouldn't get in trouble i think amber follows more of those instagram thoughts than i do but i mean well would you get mad at her then no i'm not i'm not checking what she likes and what she doesn't like that's a honest, i don't even move. know how to do that like I, I know how to look at what i like i don't know how to look at what other people like and nor do i care unless i actually scroll through said photo and see their first name i think there's some I mean, page where where i know you used to be able to do it but i've never i haven't tried to do that in years i i think they make it kind of hard to find on purpose like i don't work for the cia but all you have to do is go to the person say. you're dating's following and especially recent followers go to their profile and just check if your person has liked like recent posts or who they're following. And then, you know, if they're only following like 200 people, it's really easy to just go through that whole list real quick. Just wipe it out. Like boom, boom, boom. Uh, so and, w- uh, when you're dating a guy, do you, do you actually do that? No, because my feelings will get hurt. But, uh, and I'm not the type, if I, if I find out someone like, let's say I'm dating a guy and he's liking all of Kylie Jenner's posts. Like I think it's thirsty, but no, he's you doing know. you a favor. That's a red flag that there's something wrong with this dude. So what did she say to do? I'm on this profile. <laughs> what do I do? You you go to their following, and then if there's an account that this I mean, obviously awful. if it's private, you can't look. But if it's someone who is getting a bunch of likes, they'll be public, and then you can either search through their following or you can just click and like you can see if they've liked their recent pics or old pics. And you just go through each one. Oh, so she's saying, like, click this. So, yeah, she, say, for example, <laughs> this person likes Lena Perez. I basically live in a bikini. And then you go through that person's profile and click the picture and see if they've liked that specific picture. That's what you're saying? Yeah, I'm sure there's a more efficient way. But, like, I don't want to pay for, like, that app or that service. But. There, there used to be a page where you could just, like... You could just flick over uh, to like, it. And it would be like you, a feed, like an activity like a heart. feed. You'd hit like the heart or something, yeah. and it'd show you, and you could click like people you follow or something like that, and it'd go. Th- anyway, I don't really care what other people like. If, I, if so, what young, 
what young women are doing now is they date someone and they go to the Instagram web browser. So you go to Safari or Chrome or whatever, and you go to their page and you go to their following and it shows like the order of like who they just started following, like most recent. And you can tell if they're like talking to new people or if they're, you know, like, I don't think I've so, ever like, been on Instagram on a computer. If a guy goes out to a bar and starts randomly following a bunch, you know, a girl and they're interacting with each other's posts, then like you have reason to believe he might have like tried to hook up with her or get her number or something. So, uh, okay. So let's, let's just, you know, Danielle, not everybody gets a ton of followers. If some, if somebody just follows me, a lot of times I just randomly follow them back. Like there's no, you do? yeah, there's just, a, unless it's, a, unless <laughs> Harley's it's, on team follow back, <laughs> unless it's like some kind of bot or it's got like an obvious, like fucking like weird name where they're trying to sell like shit. I, I usually so just if follow. Harley doesn't, if Harley doesn't follow you back, it's personal because he follows everyone back. So he I, I have follow like, you back. I have like. 150 or something followers on Instagram somewhere in that ballpark. Whoa, not to brag. I, I don't it might be more, it might be a little less, I don't know. But I follow like 200 and something people. So almost all of my follow back. And if I didn't, that's just because I missed it. Just let me know cuz I, I don't I mean most of my most of my follows are or or random dogs or they're they're like chicks or people I'm friends with. Like it's not this, this is having like fallen shit on Instagram. Like if anybody gets jealous of what some dudes fall on Instagram, like it, get a life. Y- yeah. Or, yeah. Instagram's dying. TikTok is the new Instagram. I, I've been holding out. I'm not on TikTok. Oh, you'll love it. It's hilarious. Y'all would. Who would have thought? I could give some good TikToks if your listeners are listening. I could plug some of my, like, five of my favorite TikToks. Well, of course they're listening. We've had over 16,000 people no. listen. Or I'm view. just talking about if, like, in the, the show notes or something, uh, there's there's some funny TikToks. All right, hold and, on. Uh, hold on. I'll, I'll write them down. We're not really good at keeping show notes, but I'll write them down. How's the TikTok work? Is no, it... I'll just send them to you. Do, okay, that works. Do too. you actually, like, one, never would I thought, like, people would be this into choreography like tiktok is just nothing but stupid people dancing which me and harley don't give two shits about that but that's what a lot of tiktok is and then it's like what it used to be and then it's like stupid it's like it's divine idiots making terrible skits also the only good tiktok is the people who are unintentionally funny because they're mentally handicapped that like like, they should like the crying chick when she was dancing while crying, like yeah, yeah I, stuff so, like that, so, I guess. So to be honest with you, I don't find a lot of those videos like funny. I'm not like on YouTube watching, and I feel so awkward when somebody tries to show. Now people are going to do this to me. Well, Danielle's so- trying to do it to you right now. No, you got to follow two turn Tony. He always yells at his mom. It's hilarious. I, I'm going to be like, you show me a video. Most of the time, you're going to be disappointed with my response. I'm going to fake it a little bit, like, ah, yeah, that's funny. But rarely do I get a video shown, even if the, it's not it's not good. I'm not good with. It's bad. Well, yeah, when you're not expecting it, when it's on your for you page, which is the algorithm, which once you sign up for TikTok and it learns what you think is funny, it it sh- it shows you things you think are funny. Um, a lot of the like, so it'd be a bunch of unintentional small content. Like a lot of the unintentional content, like shit that people just randomly recorded, you know, a lot of it's like traffic incidents and like public incidents. 
so funny. So, uh, you know, it's it's the new Twitter, it's the new Instagram. Instagram's dying. TikTok's taking over. That's do, my take. Do you actually post content on TikTok, or you're purely a viewer and not a poster? Um, I have posted a couple videos, but I delete them because I'm just like this kind of dumb. But yeah, I don't have the following on TikTok that I have on Instagram or whatever. They keep That's deleting part of it because I haven't tried. Yeah. So how is how is it the future if you're too scared to leave your content up? No. Once I film the right, like once I get it right, I'm gonna leave it up there. And with TikTok's algorithm, you're more likely to go viral. So. You know, maybe the, maybe I'll have a bunch of TikTok followers the next time y'all, you know, we sit down here. You never know. Yeah, we'll we'll get into that. Maybe I'm I, I was late to the game on all the social media stuff. I'm all, I like I for whatever reason I thought Snapchat was just a way to send dick pics for like years and then I realized it's actually kind of fun to fuck with your friends like especially when you're on your way to work and you just think about how Craig's probably you know went to sleep like 3 hours ago still smells like stripper and <laughs> dropped chicken wings on his buddy's floor. So all right so Daniel I think we're running about to the end. I got a couple a couple rapid fire for you here. Okay. How come you haven't been on J-Pod Bonecast? <laughs> no invite. He actually, I take that back. He invited me for season two, and then he filled up season two, and then he never reached back out. And uh, it's just, I guess, poor coordination on both of our parts. I'm not blaming him, but I got invited, and then they never, it never happened. And the last thing, Danielle, with your uh, stimulus, are you gonna are you gonna get a designer cat, buy a Peloton? Shout out to Joe who might get his allegedly tomorrow start a podcast invest in buttcoin watch ted lasso buy more followers or get a good cameo guest hmm. you could do all those i know uncle joe uh, gave us so much money except for the peloton that's a little <laughs> pricey yeah you couldn't do the peloton <clears throat> i i feel like the uh buy more followers like out of everything you you offered that sounds more interesting because you know like i don't want to just work out on a peloton so uh everything else sucks you don't want to so. you don't want to get a cameo guest from you know like no a, okay all right be- i'm not i'm not one of those people that obsess over celebrities like you know all right it's so if somebody was going to get you a a gift don't buy you a cameo from like Oh, I don't know. Pauly Shore. Yeah, buy me an OnlyFans subscription instead. To, to who? Who you want to follow? I mean, there's no one off the top, but just attractive people. What about Logan Paul? No. Jake Paul? No. Chris Paul? <laughs> Who's that? Who's Chris Paul? Aaron Paul. Oh, Chris Paul's a basketball player, huh? What about Aaron Paul? I don't know who that is. What What about RuPaul? Oh, I know who that is. Yeah. What about Paul Rudd? Yeah. yeah, I would, I would, you know, partake if it wasn't my money. But yeah, if they would just Venmo me that money instead, and I could, you know, do some real estate investments or. You know, like a hair appointment, like that. What what real estate investment are you gonna do with cameo money? Um, you know, 
in Austin, nothing, but you know, if I go out to where Harley lives, I could I could I could make it go somewhere. It's okay. You can buy Talking Small Studio space for very, very cheap. All right. Well, um, thank Danielle. Did you have anything for us? Uh, no. I think you know something. I was going to say is you know, happiness related to the stimulus is the key to happiness is just forgetting you'll get a stimulus check and then remembering you get it, or forgetting you're going to get a tax return and then remembering it. You know. Uh, just receiving it isn't enough. So, so the key to happiness is Alzheimer's. Got it. No, it's it's yeah. to randomly have money hitting your bank account that you didn't think was going to hit. Yeah, it's like finding $20 in your laund- dirty laundry when you weren't expecting it. Yeah, Joe goes to Same the casino with that. Uh, the other yeah. thing, Danielle, have you, uh, have you uh, seen that the Mighty Ducks are doing a reboot? A little interested there? No, but I am interested. That sounds awesome. I think it starts on uh, Friday. Uh, that'd be March 26th. I think it's released on Disney+. Plus. Confessions. I've never seen the Mighty Ducks. Ooh. That's kind of weird. Yeah. yeah well. If anyone wants to pay for my Disney Plus subscription, Danielle R. Venmo. <laughs> so I can watch the Mighty Ducks. Do, who's your f- cell phone provider? Me? Yeah. Uh, Verizon? Butch. You get it for free. Well, it's not under my account, so I think they get Butch. one yeah. person for free. Yeah, okay. You need to get you need to get the login code from uh from from uh Pops there. And then the the next thing we got is Danielle, do you like cruises? Uh yes, but I've only been on two. So do you like pasty white men? No. <laughs> who who wants to know? Aging pasty white man. No thanks. Do you like freckles? Yeah. Do you like feeling trapped? Feeling a trap? All right, so Al, can you can you tell us about this this renowned podcast experience where the podcast is going to go on a cruise? I don't think I'm going to go because I got a wedding the weekend before. Fucking act like we're going to go so we can fucking get a better group discount. We're going. <laughs> when the cruise? It would be fun to pot every night on a cruise. No, it wouldn't. No, yeah, it would. I don't know. Like coming coming back from the casino, recapping the day on a pod in the I think in the it'd cabin. be funnier just get random pod, uh, random guests like around the pool. Just that would like, be fun just too. Say, hey, hey, you uh, with the speedo, come here and let's talk about what, how how you're stuffing. Like they always have all these weird rooms, like these weird shows going on. We could just take over a room and make it our podcast studio, and then have random people come. All right, in. so let's say we're going to do that. Al, how do how does group rates work, and how can we make this pasty, fry, uh, white, freckled man's bachelor cruise our own? Um, I don't know how the group rates work, but I mean, obviously, it's the you know if you get a certain amount of people, you get a discount. I, I assume, but how could we make it ours? Just invite every get the take the information from that email. Hit up every single person who follows Talking Small. Say we're doing a Talking Small cruise. Say, you know, say you're with Talking Small, you'll get a group discount. Or just say you're with these people and you'll get a group discount just so we can, you know, 
glom onto that, which I'm sure they would find. I mean, if we get, you know, every viewer on there, could probably get a big ass discount. We'll probably get the whole yacht, 16,000 views. Yeah. So that would be fun, but yeah, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to be able to go. Well, you got to go. So non-negotiable how close to the person do you have to be in order to not to to be able to bail it's a bachelor party there's no obligation to go invite him to the cruise if you're in the wedding i think you're obligated to go Uh, i don't know he has a he has a kid like maybe you could just Use the kid as the excuse. Bachelor parties, like once you are have kids and and get married and all that, take on a whole different like. Uh, it's not as easy to go on a bachelor party as it was when you're like fresh out of college and your buddies having a bachelor party when you're like 24. You're like, oh yeah, we're gonna go. I was surprised I was even invited to this one until I saw there like 30 emails on this thing. Clearly, they just want a cheap group. Yeah, discount. there's like 50 people invited. Danielle, if you want to go, we can definitely get you on, but maybe a little bit. Are y'all going to go as hard as y'all went in Las Vegas? Which time? The time that y'all were uh, just posting your Vegas stories and talking about your Vegas stories. I don't know. We've we've been like five times, but we always go hard. So yeah, I mean, yeah. shit, we're a on a cruise. Harder, we don't have harder to, when Craig's not there. We're going on a cruise. We don't have to drive. We don't have you know kids or dogs to take care of. Yeah, we'd go yeah, fucking you can hard. Just go to the room and do your thing, and then when you come out, you can go gamble, like I'm go not, eat at the buffet. Not a cruise guy. Have you been? No. Doesn't interest me. <laughs> I've I've been I've been on probably like four. They're expensive, but because it's like all inclusive, it's just so worth it. Yeah, but the group rate, that's why we're trying to invite all the viewers. Yeah, well, J Bone Jimbo. Go, then you're not selling it. J Bone Jimbo, if you want to go on the cruise, let us know. We'll get a good rate for you. If y'all are ever in Austin, I have access to a podcast studio, but I've had no reason to use that. We're mobile anywhere. We can. We can set up shop wherever we what want. What kind of podcasts are uh, recorded here? You know, I didn't ask because I thought it would sound like a simp. Um, you know, but yeah, there. I at the co-working spaces I frequent. Uh, there's podcast studios. Wait, hold on, okay. hold on. Let me ask you: this. Chicks can be simp's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought there was only dudes. That's a I'm I'm, I'm out of the game. Is an action. It's like a yeah, but it, it's really non-binary. I don't know. I've never I've never heard of a chick simping on a dude. That that's different. I, oh, clingy chicks. Yeah, it's for sure. Clingy, like the rapper. Oh no, it's chingy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Nice. <laughs> All right, so Dan Belize, thanks for joining us on the Talking Small podcast. And uh, we appreciate your time. I will have one shout-out, the last one, one of the best to ever do it. Jessica Walter, a.k.a. Lucille Bluth, died at a ripe 80, still looking fine as hell. Grandma hot. Great show, Rest of Development. One of the best to ever do it, or, have I, call, or I call it the B-Teddy. Also, uh, she's the... Voice of the mom on Archer. Another great role by her. Uh, she will be missed. My best to ever do it this week. Marvelous Marvin Hagler. The pride of Brockton, Mass. 
middleweight heavyweight champ for seven years. He lost in a bullshit decision and moved to Italy and became a movie star. Died at a young age of 66, but uh, he called Brockton Mass home for a while. He wasn't from there, but he, you know, he lived there for a good bit and, and did some training there. So uh, shout out to Marvelous Marvin Hagler, one of the best to ever do it. Daniel, you want to shout anybody that was dead that's a B-Teddy? Uh, you know, just my grandpa and uh, my great-grandma. I hope you all are doing well. Okay. Thank you for joining us. And we out.